Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Greetings, listener dear, and welcome to this week's, this year's Jingle Annie! Hello, everybody! Jingle Hootanani! Jingle Annie! Take a load off Jingle Annie, take a load for free, take a load of Jingle Annie, and put the load right on us three. Lovely. Hey, so yeah, so yeah, so what we thought we'd do instead, because what we've done in the past is a kind of we've done a roundup of the year, we've done a roundup of um, the decade. Blimey! Well, ne- neither of those have been, uh, you know, gra- like great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll end it there. Neither of those have been. No, I think I think when we did the roundup of the of the decade, we end up getting quite sad around sort of 2016 onwards, and let's not pick through the, the bones of this year. Um, you all you all know why, um, but we thought we would go through some of the happier moments of the uh, of of the last ten years. Our jingles that we've created. There you go, exactly right. Just like Jules Holland will give you uh, his hootenanny, we're going to be doing that <laughs> to celebrate the end of the year, treating our jingles like musical guests. Exactly. I, I, as well, I say I say our jingles. I should say I have no hand in the creation of any of these jingles at all. This is a this is oh, a, a, a Tom and Ben make them entirely themselves. So I think for me to try and sort of I mean, to try and bask in the glory by calling them our jingles is a little fucking rich. But you're you're our muse, Matthew. Is that a fact? Yeah. Exactly right. I'm your plug-in baby. Yeah, we always <laughs> <laughs> we in always fact, picture you naked, and then inspiration comes. We Something should give forth. you. We should um, like the Beatles. Let Ringo have Octopus's Garden. Yes. We should give you a jingle one day. Do you think so? I'd yeah. love that. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I, I think really, we should. I I would. I'd absolutely love it. You know, I love to sing. I've always have, always will, mm. and uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'd let's let's do let's do it next episode, shall we? Not next step. At some point, <laughs> at some point in the future, we'll get right. Let's to it. not rush into these things here. Let's, let's not, not rush. It's a, it's let's a, not say hasty you know. phrases like "next episode." At the moment, it's a dream, and you know, dreams can come true, and they will one day, hopefully. But you know, let's not go mental. I feel like I feel like what happened was you offered me something there, and you've just whipped it away. When you, it felt like a bit like you know, a, a, a kid's birthday party when the kid uh, sees. The friend unwrapping the present that he's got for them, and then he suddenly goes, "Ah, oh, yeah, actually, I think that's, I think that water pistol's mine." <laughs> Do you know that sort of thing? I'm actually going to take that back. I think, I think yeah. my mum's made a mistake there. I that, think, that's, yeah. that's for me, actually. I think that's for my my birthday when it when it rolls around on well, uh, on, on June the sixth. I think the thing is, Crosby. You know, this is only like what is this? Like a tenth birthday. This is our, I guess it's our ninth birthday, yeah. This is our ninth birthday, you know, maybe when we're 10. We're not even a teenager yet, so 
I think it's a bit a bit early doors for you. So to you're get. telling me I, I can do this in 2024? I can do a jingle in 2024? Well, let's not rush into anything. <laughs> let's not rush into anything. <laughs> no, come on. Let's not. You, you, you're, abs- you're absolutely right. Well, uh, four more years, four more years, everybody. Um, okay, well, let's 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 not start looking forwards. Let's look backwards. Um, <laughs> that, by the way, is a great way to do a New Year's episode. Guys, whatever you do, don't look forwards. <laughs> look back to 2011 when it was a simpler time. <laughs> so, who's going to kick things off with their first jingle choice? You do it, Parry. Great. Um, I have gone for Camper Van. Um, which, if memory serves me correctly, is our version of Black Betty, uh, where oh, we're yeah. channeling that kind of rough and rude energy uh, of the original and battering through a version of Campervan. That, that, oh, my God. That's how I remember it. And uh, I, th- these are the kind of vocal performances that... When, that, when I come to record them, I feel comfortably like it's in my wheelhouse. Let's have a listen. Camper van bought it second hand. Camper van cost me seven grand. Camper van got no MOT. Camper van bed stinks of wheat. Camper van roof the gate. Camper van whoa roof the gate. Camper van got a hole in the floor. Camper van and only got one door. Camper van it's covered in rust. Camper van and the fridge is bust. Camper van whoa kiss ticket. Camper van whoa kiss ticket. Camper van only got three wheels. Camper van and he can't cook meals. Camper van, it's solo rent. Camper van, it should be a tent. Camper van, whoa! That was absolutely wild, man. <laughs> Too many songs have a proper ending and don't just stop. And that's what I like about that one. It's just like, let's just, we, we're done here, let's go. We're out the door, bomb, like Van Morrison off stage, bang. Straight into my local supermarket without a mask on. Is that, <laughs> is that what what uh, Van Morrison does? No, he doesn't do any uh, any encore. I mean, I, I was literally thinking about his performance in the in the last waltz, where he leaves halfway through the song and the band have to finish. <laughs> it's one of my favourite things in live performance I've ever seen. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, he's off, he's gone. <laughs> he's like midline in Just more ways than th- one. <laughs> <laughs> halfway through singing the song, he goes, "Oh, come on, you've got them." You've got the idea of this. Because there's something quite audacious about not doing an encore. That was Oasis's thing, wasn't it? They would, they would never never do an encore. That was uh, one of their gimmicks. Oh. Um, they were like, you know, you either want to see us or you don't want to see us, you know? Like, we'll play all the songs you want to hear and then we'll leave and then we'll go yeah, home. Yeah, baby. I like that. It's like an anti-gimmick gimmick, isn't it? Yeah. The gimmick is we don't have a gimmick. Yeah. Because an encore is a gimmick, isn't it? It's, at its core. And it's encore. An encore is a gimmick. Yeah. Well, well, it's uh, it's it's fake, isn't it? Yeah. Because you. Yeah. Because have you ever um, have you ever in your in your time as as a comedy MC have you ever given someone an encore? Have you ever hard hard in comedy? 
Do you think so? Yeah, definitely. Because because you come on, you, you have to kind of like you when you when you come on in music, you've got whatever it is. Don't look back in anger. Yeah, just primed to go, and it's just like, well, here we go. Whereas if you're a comedian and you've just done your headline set, it's quite rare that you've gone. Well, I've sat on my best routine, yeah, and my best routine is just going to pop itself out in a neat four minutes and then I'm going to go like you kind of have to start, you know, you have to kind of go again, work up a little bit, then get in. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, as, it's not as cut and shut as a musical what, uncle. I, I feel bad. Cause I feel like the, 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 the question I was asking was, have you ever forced an encore on someone who doesn't want one? Is what I meant. Cause that was what I used to, I used to do that all the time to people. Yeah. If, I used to do that all the time. Someone would do their 20 minutes. And then afterwards I come back on, and whether it had gone well or badly, I would then say to the audience, who wants some more? Do you want to see some? I would I'd usually do it to Joe Wilkinson because he hated it. <laughs> uh, who wants a bit more Wilkinson? The audience wants some more Wilkinson. He'd be off to the side of the stage shaking his head. I'd be like, they want it. Come on, guys. And everyone applauds. And then, uh, and then Wilkinson would have to come, up, uh, come out and do a Q&A. Yeah. yeah re- <laughs> really, really tough to do. <laughs> really ha- tough. Happy to do it, though. Um, Clarky, what was your what was your choice? Uh, oh, first choice I've got. Well, I put it down as Christmas Shallow. Love it. Let's hear it. Tell me, Mrs. Claus. Don't you sometimes wish we could press pause? It's Christmas time once more And Rudolph's waiting for me at the door I'm flying Over the rooftops they hear sleigh bells bringing Such joy But you need much more than just a toy Tell me Santa dear Are you happy bringing Christmas cheer? It's cold in the snow And your ho 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 sounds so hollow Your grotto's got so cold when you're missing I'm here But every old tide you'll not be near I married Chris Kringle, he turned into Santa Stranded here in Lapland I'm losing myself That Christmas Shallow 
genuinely is has become one of my year-round earworms now. I, I I sing it all the time. That's really interesting because I've got I've got a few of these in in my list that um, I just I'm constantly singing. They just yeah. they just always they're always in my head. Yeah, Christmas Shallow has been with me for the whole whole year. I absolutely love it. Actually, that's one of my absolute faves as well. I was quite gutted when Clarky had it on his list. I was like, ah. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, we're, this isn't a competition. Everyone, we're, 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 we're just sharing our, our favourites here. It doesn't. It's not like. Oh, hang on! Isn't isn't Matt Hoss doing an individual episode for each one of us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a deep ref. Um, <laughs> that's a ref for one person, and that person is Matt Hoss. Matt Hoss. <laughs> um, always good as well to get a Clarky vocal performance. I think on a jingle. Always oh, enjoyable. It's a it's a timely reminder to the listener that we do have a member who can sing absolutely properly. We just don't let him. Yeah, absolutely. apart from occasionally <laughs> when he comes in and it's like, oh yeah, actually that guy should be doing it all the time. Yeah, what a, <laughs> it's a it's a lesson to be learned. But don't worry, Clarky. I believe you're going to get to sing another jingle in uh, 2025. Oh, so, cannot wait. Well. Uh, well you say can't wait. Don't, let's don't don't let's not rush into it. Let's, ah. This is just a this is it's a, it's very much a, a a light pencil at the moment. It's not. Okay. Uh, this is okay. not. Yeah. Oh, you know, I haven't done an audition in a long time, but that really that really takes me back. Well, in the spirit of healthy competition, crossbow. Yes. What's, what's your first selection? Here we go. Um, oh, I have yeah. picked, and this again is an absolute year-round earworm. As you said, this is caravan. Oh my yes. God! Let's uh, sorry, yeah, a banger. <laughs> you, what happened there is you'd done a, a very professional yes, radio yeah. DJ's introduction into the song, and then we crushed it. That's fine. <laughs> I, you know, do you know what? That's you know, it, it, it's all right. It's nice to it's nice to sort of see the other side of professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we offer. That is what yeah, we offer. Yeah, it's good. Um, should we hear it? Yeah. Yes, please. Caravan. Caravan, caravan, caravan. Oh, here we go! Where be all the action at when the sun goes down and the beach is wet? Where do we head after dark where the player's at? It's the caravan park. Party's kicking, it's going full throttle. Got the stove connected to the gas bottle. Music crank and the party jumping. Just a shame there's no room to stand up in. This is my caravan. This is my caravan. You're my caravan. Washing line, cause haters gonna hate and players gonna play and fold away tables get folded away. It's the early hours, but no one's yawning. Got a dance floor going when I pop the awning. Come on down, show me what it's worth. Got 50 people in a seven berth. This is my caravan. This is my caravan. You're my caravan. I am your caravan. So there it is. The caravan. And um, some real funk. Real proper funk. Has it replaced the original in your brain? That's when a jingle... When a jingle's really successful, it means that you don't go to Uptown Funk in your brain, you go to Caravan. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, ne I never find myself singing Uptown Funk, but I often find myself... Just that Caravan refrain, I often find myself singing that. 
Um, the... yeah, whenever someone says caravan in real life now, that's what my brain does. If someone says I'm going to stay in the caravan, my brain goes caravan. <laughs> yeah. What you sh- what your um what you should be doing is thinking why is my wife walking out on me? That's oh, what yes. you should be thinking. That is, it's rather than singing a jingle to yourself. Um, well, the... that, that is that's also that's the answer the to why she's walking out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, Uptown Funk. I remember being. Was it a, 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 oh, yeah, it was my sister's wedding. I was at my sister's wedding, and there was like a, a karaoke. Not like a, ju- a jukebox. It was a jukebox. It wasn't karaoke. It was a jukebox. And um, uh, Charlie was trying to work out what song to play. And she was like, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's that song that everyone loves about firemen. And we couldn't think of what it was. And it was <laughs> Uptown Funk because it has the word fireman in, at some point. <laughs> but I don't think if you were going to, you know, I don't think when Bruno Mars and Mark Ronson sat down to write it, they were like, we've got to, we've got to support our brave boys. Yeah. What I want to do is make London's Burning the song. And I don't mean the song London's Burning, I mean the TV show London's Burning. Well, Robson and Jerome famously beat them to that, didn't they? Yeah. Good. Uh, it's good. Sorry, yeah. You know, go on. <laughs> I was about to start singing up on the reef. You, don't you worry about me. <laughs> um, right, so, I have often said this. Lad... Lad Baby's about to have a run at his third Christmas number one with his sausage roll songs. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I heard that. It was oh. sort of hard, like I was listening to the radio a couple of mornings ago and uh, it was just sort of, I was half listening to it and I thought, oh, Ronan Keating's done a sort of slowed down John Lewis version of Don't Stop Believing. And then I heard every now and then he'd mention a sausage roll. <laughs> What's going on? Is it like the thing with the charts now is if you look at what's what's in the chart, especially like we're recording this the week of Christmas, Christmas week. Um, it's all old Christmas songs and then a bunch of stuff that I've sort of never heard of. And I mean, that's, that's A, it's my age, but it's also B, the charts aren't important anymore, are they? No. The charts bit, don't. I think the charts don't, don't matter. The shot. Are, you, are the charts important if you're 15? Do you think, do you think 15-year-olds are rooting for Lad Baby? I don't, well, some, someone must be, right? Like, there's the, Someone's rooting for Lad Baby because he keeps doing it. He keeps doing <laughs> he keeps it, doing it. <laughs> yeah, but it, doesn't it doesn't it just mean he's sold like fifteen records this year because no one cares about the charts? Is next year the year we make a serious run on Christmas number one with Caravan? Well, with 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 something. I mean, we've got the goods, right? I think this could be our year. It's not a. You know, it wouldn't be a bad year to dust off all the trimmings. Oh, I loved all the trimmings. I mean, we haven't got all the trimmings to play today, have we? <laughs> no, we, should, we probably shouldn't be mentioning it. <laughs> we could, we could hunt out all the trimmings. That's that's very that's very achievable. We could stick. Should we stick in all the trimmings? We'll finish. Should we stick it? Finishing it? Yeah. At the, at the end, we'll pop in all the trimmings <laughs> as a little treat for the listener. Um, I mean, the thing is as well, though, if you haven't listened to the episode. The the P Bam episode with all the trimmings, like it's it's absolute gobbledygook, isn't it? As opposed to all the other stuff we're putting out here. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, what's the next choice? The next choice I went for what I would probably consider to be a rare groove. Um but oh, wow. the reason I've picked it is because I remember it making me laugh, making myself laugh an awful lot when I wrote it. And uh <laughs> so I thought that's good enough reason. See if it'll yeah. make me laugh again. It's um it's Airbnb it's Airbnb. 
Oh, love it. Why, hello there. You have found my humble abode that you booked on the website. Come in and prepare to have a lovely stay. Be my guest, be my guest. Come and stay inside my nest. Yes, I'm still here in my house and I can tell that you are stressed. My name's Steve, I won't leave. On that chair I've made a weave. Let me tell you about the area. Meet my goldfish, her name's Sarah. Your room's here for the night. It's mine too, oh yes, that's right. It's all right there in the small print that you checked. We're going to share a bed. I'm going to give you head. Oh, be my guest, be my guest. Airbnb's the best. Oh no, here's the police. I'm arrested. There you go. The Beauty and the Beast inspired um, Airbnb, which really still, it does get me right where it's pure. You're a big fan of your own stuff, aren't you? Huge. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I get ready for all those live recordings and I kind of uh, listen to them and I, I feel really quite euphoric. I'm like, these are great. (laughs) well do us a favor mate pop us a review on itunes would you (laughs) these are right up my alley it kind of makes me think i I should listen to this podcast actually i'd probably really enjoy it oh you'd get you'd get a real smile out of it genuinely it's 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 a hell of a lot of fun yeah (laughs) it's not bad actually um but i will say this little peek behind the jingle curtain anytime we try and do a musical theater any kind of take on musical theater it's often harder than doing a pop song. Clarky, do you agree? Yeah, 100%. I mean, like, for me, the the best is when we decide on a rock song. Oh, absolutely. Well, you can tell you were in your element on that Black Betty there, because that was Clarky. It's so much easier for me to 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 produce. And, yeah, just getting to... I was like, oh, great. I get to pick up the guitar, drums, bass. nice and easy. Uh, But, yeah, pop songs, tricky. But musicals, it's like, oh, no... Can I? Because we, we've never really talked about your your process before. Um, so, obviously, back in the back in the good old days, you'd get together in the same room. Um, what would like? What's what's the process? How how do you sort of come up with the like? Do you, do you bat around a load of songs? Does Parry go? I've got this brilliant idea. Does Clarky go? Well, I, I've learned how to play this. How does it? How does it work? We bat around ideas, and one of us comes up with the really good idea, and that's always fifty fifty. Uh, like so whoever has the initial idea could easily be either Clarky or I then Clarky goes away and works out how to make the song musically I go away and try and write it lyrically and Clarky chips in when he has uh, ideas for jokes and then uh, and then we record and what used to happen is Clarky would lay down the music and then sit very patiently and try and guide me through the vocals. <laughs> but um, but nowadays, uh, he just sends me the music. I have a bash at the lyrics on my own and then send them back to him. Is it true now that you record each individual note uh, over the course of about a fortnight and Clarky has to string them all together? He just builds it in post. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just He's... give him certain vowel sounds, really. <laughs> <laughs> so that's this is you auto tuned, amazing. Yeah, I'm basically I'm, I'm basically cassette boy the whole thing. <laughs> I go back through old episodes and just uh, put together. I actually died three years ago. 
I know, Clark I was at that just... gig. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I got you your encore though, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> um, this is, uh, again, this is another classic um, that well, I know is a fan favorite. And it's the only one. And I, I, it's, it's tough that we, the, it's the only one. But it's the only one that we've ever made a music video for. Um, and it, but it's for that reason, it's become a, a real favorite. And it's uh, I Wikipedia Windows. I Wikipedia Windows. I Wikipedia Windows. I Wikipedia Windows. And this is what I found out. A double sash window is one you can move both up and down. A transom windows above a door you see around the town. A casement windows got a hinge and will swing in and out. A stained glass windows colored in. What's that all about? A picture window will provide an unimpeded view. A fixed window will not open. What you gonna do? A tilt and turn window will fucking tilt and turn. A French window is a door. Burn, fuckers, burn. I will convenient windows. I Wikipedia windows! I Wikipedia windows! And this is what I found out! Bay windows are a protrusion from the main wall line! Thermal windows semicircles all the fucking time! Oriole windows have many panels if you needed proof! A skylight is a window that is in the fucking roof! I Wikipedia windows! I Wikipedia windows! I Wikipedia windows! This is what I found out! Definitely lives within the Parry wheelhouse, vocal-wise. And actually, when we were filming the video for that, I remember thinking, I could, I think, I could, I think there's a career here for me in, you know, this kind of musical genre. Yeah, so I could, I could be on the, the stage hard rock download. crash genre. Yeah, I think so. Because you know what, as well, um, there's a lot of vocalists for whom it's it's big charisma and personality that's what's getting them by and i think that is your vocal style you're 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 charismatic you've got bags of personality that's you you know you're not necessarily technically the best singer anyone's ever gonna hear whoa 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 what you what you're the second best after clarky (laughs) okay yeah yeah (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> but I think you've you've definitely got that. And and actually, we had a great because we 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 went to the studios in Crystal Palace and recorded ourselves basically kind of pl- playing along to it. I was playing the drums. Clark was playing the guitar. Parry, you were on thrashy vocals, and it did feel like, oh, why don't we do this all the time? Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Have you played that to Gamble? It feels like that Gamble might genuinely adopt I Wikipedia Windows as one of his favourite songs. I will, I will play it to him. I'll, I'll send him, a, I'll send him an MP3 of it, and I'll, I'll report back on what he, he says. He could be our manager if we, if we were to become a thrash metal trio. No one could help us navigate that world better. You know. Well, well this is it. You know, um, he he does his, he does that podcast on on Spotify, uh, Lifers. Right. If we could get on that, you know, a lot of metal fans listen to that podcast. If we could launch ourselves through that, I think it's not a it's, it's not a bad idea. He is he is the gatekeeper of the download festival. We all know that. <laughs> exactly. That's right. And you know, he's <laughs> so metal that he stays in a hotel offsite. That is the Van Morrison <laughs> of the Download Festival. <laughs> Halfway through Kiss's headline set, he goes, "Yeah, I don't see any more of this." Walks out, <laughs> gets Straight in a car, into a clean pair of is, shoes, is driven to his hotel where he sleeps in a human bed. Yeah, and not like a bed made of human skin, like you'd imagine the people at Download Festival do. No, <laughs> he's going yeah, yeah. not, not like Ed Gein. <laughs> Doesn't turn off his lamp, but there's also a, a hollowed-out skull. Um, Ed Geenball. Ed Geenball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh that's good stuff um so so let's let's hear another one uh clarky yes hello sorry i've got my list on my phone so i've gone for shrubs oh beautiful was, uh a lovely play on scrubs <laughs> this is of course uh, people know the theme from the tv show scrubs this is par- parody of the theme from the TV show Scrubs. I can't do this all on my own. Oh, I'm no I- Superman. <laughs> that feels like a deep reference that we missed out on doing when we did the record. <laughs> uh, this is yeah. This is this is TLC's uh, uh, No Scrubs. The shrub that I've got lives in a pot Cost me ten pounds from Ikea But what is the breed and what does it need? I've got no idea H2O How much do I give you? Do I give you some or not? Do I pour a whole pint in? Do I give you just a few drops? Do I wet my shrub? A shrub or cacti? Or is it a really small tree? Or hang and plant whatever it's died? But fuck it, I've tried Horticulturally Do I wet my shrub? A shrub or cacti? Or is it a really small tree? Or hang and plant whatever it's died? But fuck it, I've tried Horticulturally do you remember they did a uh that i'm trying to think who it was did a, a, a response song yes no pigeons yeah do you think that's something that you have got in your you know like you you're you're, you're gonna you're gonna bring out at a later date i'm not saying next next episode but do you think you will eventually do your own response song to No Shrubs. Well... As as the plants. I was going to say, it's only... It depends. When is the time that we run out of topics for a flat slam enough to be someone's got to get the pigeon off the roof? 
That's actually not a bad topic. That is quite a good topic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't. I, but, I wouldn't consider that to be us scraping the barrel. Oh, in fact, there's a pigeon in. There's a pigeon in the kitchen. Someone's what am gonna I going to do? <laughs> someone's it get itself. That, someone's got to get that pigeon outside. <laughs> I love it. The, it's people have been crying out for a uh, catch the pigeon Flatshare slam down crossover episode, and finally we can get Dick Dastardly and Muttley on as our as our as our two guests. Um, I love this. I I'm oh I'm, I'm going to say I'm another one that I think I might even prefer this to the original. Great, that's our goal. That's the dream, isn't it? I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's replaced it as an earworm. Um, but uh, it's definitely, if someone said, would you like to hear Shrubs? Always like to hear no Scrubs. I'd go Shrubs every time. Do you remember when we saw um, Craig David at Glastonbury? Yeah. Oh, I remember that. How could I ever forget? It was a great moment. He was one fantastic. Of, one of he the was really, highlights. He was really amazing. Uh, he played a bunch of his own songs, obviously. Parry had a good old cry to rise and fall. And That's uh, <laughs> great. And uh, and then he said, um, now I'm going to bring out the TS5. And he wheeled out a big desk and um, just played a load of other people's songs and sung over the top of them. And one of them was one of them was No Scrubs. And it's not a bad idea for a Glastonbury set when you think, what has he got? He's got five or six huge bangers. But then after that, why not play Jump Around by House of Pain? Yeah, just dropped a DJ set inside his own set. Why not, man? It was a lot of fun. It's great. It's kind of what Coldplay did on the Super Bowl halftime show. They did like, they kind of did a couple of songs, and then they were like, "Yeah, here's Beyonce." I mean, like, you know, this is the good. Here's the good stuff now. And they, <laughs> and they just kind of watch Beyonce do Formation, and they're like, "Wow, that was good, wasn't it?" It's the Super Bowl halftime. You don't want to hear "Fix You." It, like- well, that's it. It must be so hard because you know, obviously, it's like a, a mega successful band like Coldplay. But yeah. you get up on stage and just think, oh, why don't we do more rock songs? It's Obviously, like, they don't sell as well. But you, you just, just when as soon as you get up in front of a crowd, you'd be like, oh man. Do you think that's the ever the case genre? that like like Radiohead go? Well, yeah, sure, we're one of the best regarded and most critically acclaimed bands of all time. But we're never going to be asked to do the the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> There's nothing on In Rainbows oh, lo- that's going to get love, the crowd going. I'd love Karma Police just blaring out. <laughs> that is the song that's playing in my head when I watch all sports. So it'd be perfect for me. <laughs> um, um, right. What's our next jingle? It's you, mate. Beautiful. I was asking myself. Um, oh, a recent banger. Recent banger. Caffeine. Absolutely oh, yeah, love yeah. this. It just uh, it just fell out absolutely pat, and obviously country song really easy for Clarky to produce. He produces it up a treat. It fell out absolutely pat. You're not. That's what a cow says, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that where the phrase comes from? I've is never heard the expression. It fell out absolutely down, pat. I've got this down pat. I've got it down pat. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. But I've never heard it fell out absolutely pat. But I've, where... heard, I've heard Ted Glenn say that in an episode of Postman Pat. <laughs> when he's talking about a, a, a box falling off the back of his tractor that's very important, that's got to get across. Oh, when, no, it's when... Greendale. It's, it's when Postman Pat asks him how his moods have been. <laughs> how you keep how you keeping during lockdown, Ted? Oh, I've had it down, Pat. But now I'm back on the up. With all this cow shit. 
<laughs> My cow shit business goes from strength to strength, Pat. I've started selling cow shit beds to the Download Festival. <laughs> let me tell you, I'm right back on the up. <laughs> Want to buy a Frisbee? <laughs> 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 or, 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 or when Pat's like, oh no, I've reversed over GS. Oh, oh no. Oh no. No. Want to buy a frisbee? <laughs> <laughs> Dead Cat Frisbee. Is that the name of our thrash metal band? It could be. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, caffeine, here we go. Caffeine. Caffeine, caffeine, caffeine Give me a skinny cafe latte grand Caffeine, 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 caffeine I've had way too much of you than I planned I shouldn't have gone for tiramisu and a litre of nitro cold brew when I ordered at that breakfast canteen And that was just my first mistake For lunch I ate a coffee cake And a pour over of Guatemalan beans My chickens all came home to roost When I partook in a bar of boost And a can of coke with my neighbour Charlie Sheen My eyeballs shake and my feet they tap Espresso martini was my nightcap I think I've got a problem with caffeine Caffeine, caffeine, caffeine It's 4am and I'm washing the car Caffeine, 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 caffeine I've googled loads of stuff about Johnny Marr Perfect. Yeah, country. I mean, again, you know, uh, a, a very strong backing vocal from Clarky. With a surprise Thanks, reference mate. to Johnny Marr at the end, which surprised me when I really listened to it. There's, there's a few. This We haven't chosen this in our top 12, um, but uh, the, you did a version of We Didn't Start the Fire about burning oh. stuff. Yeah, that, that very nearly made my, my, my list. And uh, there was a bit when, and I was, I remember texting you, I was listening, I was listening back to the episode, I hadn't heard it when it had played in the episode, you know, when I was actually in the room doing the episode, but I was listening back to the episode, because I do listen to the podcast and I do enjoy it. Um, <laughs> we should, uh, we should uh, talk the listener through that very quickly. Our experiences okay. of listening to the jingle, in the live, like me and Clarky slave over it for a day or two. And then with like this is this is a good one. We're really happy with this. We say every time. <laughs> and then we get, get into the live record and it starts to play. The guests feel very awkward because they're in the room, something's playing. They can't they're not really listening to it. They're shuffling around. The the audience are kind of trying to listen. It basically in the room it always absolutely tanks. And it finishes and people are like, Well, Ugh, that was a thing, uh, and and but then it's it, we, we always have to be quite patient and wait for that moment where people are going to be listening to it in their ear canals at home. Exactly. So it it sort of works best when you can't see the faces of the people listening to it. Is what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yeah. very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, but I'm I know certain uh, the uh, how we imagine people listening to it, they love it. But absolutely, this unseen listener loving it. Um, the, uh, the 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 lyric that surprised me the second time around in that song 
was um, I took a phone call from Sean Penn and fucked the cheese on toast again. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm making homemade lemonade. I took a phone call from Sean Penn and fucked the cheese on toast again. And I was like, why is Sean Penn suddenly calling you up in this song? But uh, it's never explained. Well, it was kind of like a nod to the fact that we didn't start the fire kind of has lots of it has like a, a cast of quite random people in it yeah but aren't they all sort of like big kind of arsonists s- big no no big signif- <laughs> significant kind of iconic epoch making individuals as opposed to yeah, you know an actor an actor who was once married to madonna and did a very um, convincing uh, impression of a, of a mentally disabled person oscar winning sean penn oscar winning sean penn also Social activist famously humorless sean penn do you remember when he? Do you remember I, didn't when he say, uh, I didn't say it was a funny phone call. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he fucked the cheese on toast, mate. <laughs> he was like, "What's the point? What's the point of finishing that off?" Um, the next one uh, I chose was um, this is a great one as well, and again another another good example of one that. Um, well, I tell you what, let's hear it. It's it's festival. It's the Oasis parody, and I love it. Here we go.
One of my real highlights with Pappies is getting to perform that live on stage at Latitude. Yes. And with a band behind us and really feeling like this is this is the goal. This is the goal to be to be belting out, you know, rock and roll star style song about a festival at a festival that I love. Just giving yeah. it both barrels. It felt absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. We loved it. We loved it so much because obviously it was in it was in the show. Then we did um, Latitude Festival. We performed it at least once at the Latitude Festival, possibly even twice. Um, and then we enjoyed it so much we decided to perform it at one of our shows at the Soho Theatre, a slightly more sedate affair. And do you remember we opened the show with it and uh, less success, I'd say. The festival <laughs> atmosphere didn't quite arrive. Um, was that also the song? Was was it was it that song where we hadn't? This it 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 been ages since we'd last performed it, and we didn't know the words. And so I had the lyric sheet on my back, and you had the lyric sheet on your back. And so when I was singing my line, I'd come to the front of the stage, and you'd stand behind me like vamping, uh, Parry, and read yeah. the next line off my back. Then I would come to the back of the stage and vamp behind you, reading the line off your back because we just didn't know any of the lyrics. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty cool tactic, I think. Not a bad tactic. tactic. Not a bad tactic. I wonder if there are any bands out there and that's genuinely what they do. I believe, I believe Charles and Eddie used to do it. That, um, yeah, Charles would step forward, sing, look into my eyes, can't you see it's open wide, will I lie to you, baby, will I lie to you? And then Eddie would step forward and sing, oh yeah. <laughs> having re- having read it off the back of, uh... he just had a oh yeah tattooed on the back of his neck, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. We were going to do that tactic with you, Clarky, but we'd have had to have bought Crosby a step ladder. So. <laughs> <laughs> why does why does Crosby keep going and sitting in an umpire's chair in between every uh, every line? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Crosby's mic technique's pretty good, but his periscope technique is all over the place. <laughs> okay, well, Cl- Clarky, take us home to the place we belong, number 12. This isn't number 12. <laughs> this is number nine. This is number nine, mate. Oh, no. Parry, you've skipped one of yours. I know which one you've skipped, though, so don't worry. Um, uh, we've gone... Uh, I've gone. <laughs> we've gone... <laughs> The royal way, uh, uh, guys, guys, <laughs> Clark, he's gone. He's done a Van Morrison. He's just walked out. I mean, mentally, yes. About five years ago, um, Yurt. I'm putting up my tent You must earn much more than me You just rocked up and paid some rent That's the problem with clampers They think they're better than campers Mine's only a three birth And it might not keep the rain out But once I've got it up Well it's costing me now So I bet that year looks good on the campsite But how much is it costing you per night? Quite expensive those fairy lights I said I bet that year looks good on the campsite But if you need a Again, right in our wheelhouse, that one. A nice chance for Clarky to uh, really noodle away as well, to really yeah. give it a little bit of the old, uh, a little bit old, a little bit of the old blisters on my fingers. 
always good that hear, hear Clarky go for it. <laughs> it's an absolute banger and no mistake. And it's nice to match the lyrical dexterity of the Arctic Monkeys. I feel like we did that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We stared down a Titan and we took him on. Yeah, absolutely. We went toe to toe. And also uh, a message that I think we we really believed in. <laughs> Me and Clarky are kind of staunch. Yeah, definitely. Take your own tent campers. And yeah. uh, I think we poured a lot of that energy into the song itself a lot of the scorn you reserve for people like myself who did glamping when i went the one time i went to glastonbury i did glamping i mean very very good famously my girlfriend glamped whilst yeah she glamped with she glamped with myself and charlie yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) i stayed in a tent with tom and his brother instead we're we're anti-glampers anti-glampers yeah how do you feel about the people who don't even glamp but walk off the site into a car to a hotel I mean, those people. Are they don't, they don't even merit a song, do they? And <laughs> <laughs> um, Parry, do you want to do your last choice? Dealer's choice, and so no mistake. Um, let me have a look what it was. It's Leaky Roof. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I saved my favourite till last, I think. Um, the well, you skipped of- your second choice, is what you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the pleasure of this jingle was homaging a band that uh, we kind of like. I'm not sure a lot of people will understand the reference yet um, and we've had quite a lot of messages where people have said they've discovered the Sleaford mods through listening to our jingle really, <laughs> really nice we've had a few of those messages That's and mad. I really enjoy those messages because um, they were very you know obviously they've been very distinctive from the get-go but their audience has grown over the years so it was very nice to get we we like to think it might have been one of the first pastiches of the Sleaford mods out there yeah, and now you can't move for him, can you? Exactly, that's it. <laughs> but also as well, uh, this is another one that's like in the genre of, as opposed to taking a direct song of theirs, isn't it? Yes, yeah. So it's, yeah. so like this is, occasionally you won't do a song parody, you'll do kind of like a genre parody. Mm. And, uh, and this is, which I think, you know, it's as good, if not better, than anything the Sleaford Mods have put out. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, you're very welcome. Always happy to pay a compliment when it's due, mate. Always happy to pay a compliment when it's due. There's a crack in the roof, so let's smoke some crack. I had a night on the tiles, and now my roof tiles are off track. It's pissing it down, and I've got the proof. It's all over me front room, mate. I've got a fucking leaky roof. It's raining, it's pouring, the old man is a fucking junkie. Look at that hole in your roof, mate. It's like a Yorkie, really chunky. Having a party, everybody's single Drops on our heads as we're trying to mingle Fuck me, anybody got some spare shingles? I'm catching water in an empty tube of Pringles Drip, drip, drip I've got a leaky roof Drop, drop, drop It's the bleaky truth I put some pots on the ground, so let's smoke some pot Cameron stopped me benefits, so me roof started to rot it's dripping, it's like a shit shower Stand under there mate, you'll be clean in a fucking hour It's not raining cats and dogs, it's raining pussies and bitches It's tapping on me head until me left eye twitches Yeah, it's like Chinese water torture Sitting under a roof that blares Britain bought ya Watching MasterChef in a fucking monsoon Fuck this, I'm going somewhere dry, let's go to Weatherspoons Drip, drip, drip Got a leaky roof. Drop, drop, drop. It's the bleaky truth. 
There you go. Poli- a political song as well. It feels like that was. Uh, you know, it feels like it's got. Yeah, it's got a staunch, staunch message to it. I loved it. Yeah. Right. Like my final choice. Uh, yes. Again, another band that we uh, that we love. This is the Streets, uh, a Streets parody. And again, we're back to the festival. This is about uh, charging your phone. To the tent I went and my phone's not spent. Four bars headed back to the bar. Sure, it's going to go far. But where's the bar at? Don't know. Phone out, check the map on my app. Get the time up, look at the lineup. It's using energy up. Put your phone away, that's what they say, sure, and then it'll last all day. But quick, film that man, what's the plan? Get it up there on Instagram. Boop, boop, someone set up a WhatsApp group. Festival Legends 2019, whoop, whoop. Three bars out of cash, no way, phone out, I'll pay with iPay. Festival Heroes Forever, another WhatsApp group. This one started by Trevor. Check the map on the app, two bars. Takes an age to get back to the stage. One bar and Trev's off his face, face timing. He's confused and he's lost and he's flying. Stay wherever you are, drop a pin. But as I start to begin, I realise, no bars, my phone is dying. I thought I would be on my phone. But now it's dying. You haven't got a charge, you have your place. Let me put my phone in. Feel very comfortable parodying the streets. Yeah, that feels like something I could do in my sleep. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I love this. It's so, um, it's, it really captures the essence of the original. I think that's the same with the Sleaford Mods one. You're really, you're really, and you know what? As well with the Arctic Monkeys one, you feel like you've inhabited the character of an Alex Turner, uh, of a Mike Skinner, of a, that bloke from the Sleaford Mods. Um, we, Roger um, Sleaford. After after we put out that song, the streets brought out. A new song, the one that they uh, did with um, who was uh, it? Tame Impala. Was it? Tame Impala. Yes, 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 and, yes. And actually, I thought it had a very similar vibe. It had a lyric about I, them looking for yeah, a charger, didn't it? You I, can never I actually have my think ours is better. Yeah, I actually think our streets parody <laughs> was better than. Well, because your streets, streets parody is is uh, parodying a song off original pirate material, not streets in 2020. Yes, and I did like the streets in 2020, but I just thought the approach to phones and chargers was handled a bit more successfully uh, at our end. Um, right, go, what's your number 12, Clarky? Uh, well, my last one, it, uh, it, it snuck up on me because I was, I was listening through to old, um, to old jingles and um, it, wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't in my mind's eye. I didn't think I'd go for it, but when I listened to it, it really, uh, it really tickled me. So it's a hot tub. I was staying in a pad of a friend's one night And I fancied a bath And they said all right So I jumped into the tub and began to unwind But what happened next really blew my mind From under my arsehole with tremendous force Some bubbling bubbles began to sprout forth You didn't tell me you had a hot tub, I cried I haven't got a hot tub, they replied was just a normal bath. I produced my own gas, and I started to frown as the very next moment the water turned brown. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Lovely, 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 strong stuff there. <laughs> Firstly, we always enjoy a monster mash parody. 
Yeah, we, we find the Monster Mash, the funniest song in the world. <laughs> the phrase, I was working in my lab late one night, n- never fails to make me laugh. Yeah. It could be, or just, I was working my blank late one night. Any any reference that references the Monster Mash, I am, I'm 100% on board. Um, it's it's rude as well. And it's also got a thing. Oh, God. Um, see if I can kind of put this into words. A thing that you do very well, Tom, is you say something with kind of equal parts pride and shame. <laughs> <laughs> and that final line where you're basically talking about shitting yourself in the bath, there's a real glee to it, but also... An inherent sadness. And I think that is... I've done it again. Oh, I've done it again. <laughs> I tell, please tell I've done it again. I don't know if we told that on the, on the podcast, but I've done it again is really funny. Do you remember I've done it again, Parry? Well, no, no. Okay, so... Either. Oh, do you not know what I've done it again is? Oh, God. <laughs> right, we were doing a show at... Um, it was for, it was for our, our dear friend, Math Brown, of uh, Outside the Box... Um, and uh, it was one of his theatre gigs. You know, so it was a slightly big. It wasn't his little little venues. It was a theatre gig, and we were doing either a preview or an extended set. And one of the sketches we were doing was a job interview where Clarky was going for a job. I was interviewing him, and Tom was playing like a sort of imagination figure who would hop on a on a pogo stick behind him, wearing like a big pink dressing gown and a, 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 a big long sort of. Uh, sort of like drainage pipe hose nose and it was basically like a sort of crazy figure and then at the, the end of it the punchline was it turns out that wasn't Clarky's imagination that was my secretary right that was the kind of the punchline yes. sketch <laughs> yes I and remember. what would happen is Parry would be so excited about having done most of the sketch he'd Van Morrison it and backstage would take all off all of the costume and get ready for the next sketch <laughs> forgetting that he had to come on at the end and be the punchline of the sketch and I remember one time I said, the, I was, I'm thinking your name was Margaret. I was like, Margaret, would you bring in the next candidate, please? And I just heard from behind the, behind the screen, behind the sort of backstage, I've done it again. Because I knew there was going to be a nice big long pause where Perry had to get all of his costume back on and hop on a pogo stick and pogo stick out while I was just stood on stage with nothing else to say. So I had to, I, I, you know, and again, if you're playing quite a sort of stern man, who's do, you know, stern, stoic man who's doing a job interview, you can't really kind of riff. You can only say, Margaret, I'm waiting. Where are you, Margaret? You know, that's as, as much as you could do. And then eventually, Parry, with the, with the dressing gown half hanging off and probably another costume on underneath and, like, you know, the, the, the drain pipe just sticking out of his ear, just he poker-sticked on to total silence and poker-sticked back off. And uh, we had to rebuild the gig after that. But then, but then that became a... That beca- that's where the... Fr- that's where the oh, I've done it again. That's where that, that came from. I've done it again. It's up there. That's up there with um, do you, uh, things you hear. Because also we're not performing in like, you know, we're not performing in gorgeous theatres where there's like a proper sort of dressing room, green room you can kind of rest in. You're just stood behind a flat at the back of the stage. Do you remember the, do you remember the show in, God, where was it? It was in the Midlands. And uh, uh, during the final scene of Last Show Ever, you could just hear me drinking really loudly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realise quite how loud I was being. And, and so 
all the way, and I was really th- I've just finished a show I had like a sort of two litre bottle of water backstage <laughs> and I was basically just chinning a two litre bottle of water so it probably like, just a, just coming from backstage that was audible enough that you could hear it which probably meant at least the front row could also hear it I'm so sorry such oh. a loud drink I'm a loud drinker man got a very very loud drinking voice um so projected drinking uh, that's that takes us that's the end that is the, the oh end. boy well obviously we'll stick all what the trimmings journey. we'll stick all the trimmings on at the end folks and do oh, yes, it's you know if you're still feeling I know it's a little bit after the fact but if you're still feeling in the festive mood um, then that episode of uh, Bangers and Mash is a real festive treat I haven't gone back to it for a few years and I'm sure it you know I'm sure we stay stuff in it that you wouldn't say in 2020 but it was a different time guys <laughs> it was a different time so when is this is this going out? When is this going out? I think it's going out on the 29th. Oh, the trimmings. Okay, well, happy uh, festive season. Happy New Year. Exactly. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, thanks once again for being with us this year. And, yeah. Uh, we face 2021 with... Uh, well, t- we face it together. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we're not going to say what we face it with. All we're going to say is we're holding your hand and we're in your ear canal, which is hard to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucky Very we're double-jointed. for both of us. <laughs> um, this episode was produced, as they all have been this year, uh, by producer Emma Corsham. Corsham team! Cheers, everyone. Bye! Hello, Ed Gamble here. Um, metal aficionado, uh, follower of the Dark Lord. I've just listened to iWikipedia Windows, uh, the hot new metal track. That's how it was presented to me as a metal song that I have to react to. Uh, I'd actually argue the genre classification of iWikipedia Windows is actually a lot closer to hardcore punk. Uh, We're talking 80s New York-based hardcore punk, IMO in my opinion. Sort of similar, it really put me in mind of the early Beastie Boys hardcore records. Uh, go and check out, there's a compilation called, um, I think it's called Same Old Bullshit or Some Old Bullshit. I think it's Same Old Bullshit. Uh, there's a song called Beastie Boys and another song called Egg Raid on Mojo. Sort of put me in mind of that sick of it all, early sick of it all uh, bands like that there's sort of aggressive vocals but you can hear what's being put across it's a strong simple message i wikipedia windows i learned a lot about windows from it just a side note not that's nothing to do with the music but i feel like if it was a metal song i wouldn't have necessarily heard all of the windows facts so i think it was to its credit that it followed more of a hardcore punk style the guitar's quite low in the mix, too low in the mix to be uh, a good metal song, uh, and probably a little simplistic, which is why uh, it put me more in mind of the sort of DIY genres. But I did enjoy it. That's not to say I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed the aggression of it. I enjoyed the facts. Uh, probably not... You're not going to be playing download anytime soon. I sort of see Puppies as more of a... Uh, slam dunk festival that's the sort of uh, punk festival that's held uh, there's one in Leeds one in Hatfield uh, you'd probably play the Hatfield one on one of the smaller stages 
maybe you'd sneak on to Damnation Fest in Leeds but that tends to be more sort of technical based death metal um, maybe Arctangent in Bristol uh, opening the third stage but I, d- I did enjoy it I did enjoy it and you know I've learned a lot about Windows I don't feel like that's the point you wanted me to make but I've made it there we are bye The Nissan shines brightly on the M40 Like so much festive tinsel around the Christmas tree I'm driving home to see her, I've packed some mistletoe I've loved her for a year now, I've gotta let her know I met this girl last Christmas, didn't give her my heart But we shared a line of naughty salt, so that's not a bad start All All the the trimmings, gonna let her know All All the the trimmings, so let it snow All All the trimmings, by the Christmas tree Cause I am Santa Claus and she is my mummy But just outside of Gaydon, the Nissan gave a pop The car began to shudder and it came right to a stop The M40 was dark and the evening grew much colder As I stood there slowly crying onto its hard shoulder But from the nearest field a horse began to neigh It galloped over, cleared his throat and then began to say All the trimmings I'll get you back tonight All the trimmings You can ride me, it's alright All the trimmings You can't have Christmas on your own I'm a Christmas horse and I'm going to take you home So I ate a mince pie and then I had a Christmas kip It turned out it was July and I was dead in a skip There wasn't a present wrapped in a festive box Just a lot of broken glass and half of a dead fox There was no girl, there was just me, some Chang and my mate Kevin So come on Christmas horse, let's ride all the way to heaven All All the trimmings No candy came for me All All the trimmings Nose candy isn't free All All the trimmings I've paid the highest price I hope God likes the party and he's got some chalky spice All All the the trimmings Merry Christmas! Would you please be upstanding mm-hmm. for the Patreon Neighbourhood Watch roll call? And I really mean that, guys. I really mean that. There's going to be a fog coming in from left to right, but nobody cares because in that fog, doing a piss is Samuel McNair. <laughs> there is going to be a light breeze coming in from the east and Lewis Bennett's going to be there (laughs) (laughs) there's going to be an absolute there's going to be an absolute fog coming in from the north Uh, but don't worry it's going to be it's going to be on fleek and who of course is going to be there (laughs) Abby Gleek Abby Gleek strong Strong breeze uh, <laughs> coming in from the west. Lots of wind, so don't try to wee. Uh, someone didn't take that advice. It's my mochi. 
uh, let me tell you now, guys, there's going to be a very, very strong easterly wind coming in from the north. I'm not sure how they're managing that, but that's what I've been told. Please don't try to fuck it. Uh, like <laughs> like uh, wind fucker themselves, Matt Huckett. Uh, there's going to be a very uh, weak rain coming up from the south. Um, don't worry about it. Don't get too fussy. Particularly you, Noel Bussy. Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening. Wait, it's Meg Melvin Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> um, sunshine on a rainy day makes my soul, makes my soul trip, trip, trip away. Not my words, the words of a Cocker Spaniel owned by Charlie Daniels. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, said David Thackeray. <laughs> I feel it in my fingers, I feel it in my toes. What am I feeling? The bullshit of Math Berryman, everyone! <laughs> Why does it always rain on me? Is it because my name is Wendy Jane Herbert? Oh, it was all yellow. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> because I was talking about Herb Green 1971. <laughs> what would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on Ken Frew? Lady Madonna, children at her feet... Wonder how they managed to meet Steph Barros. Uh, that concludes today's <laughs> yeah. What's wrong? Call? We'd like to apologise to everybody. <laughs> Sometimes it hits, other times it flops, and you've just heard one of the flops. So apologies, <laughs> apologies to Steph Barros and all of their chums. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 